is the Mulberry Lane Show. The Mulberry Lane Show. Exclusive interviews, fun, music, celebrities. Your weekend getaway. Now, here's Mulberry Lane, Rachel, Bo, and Ellie Cat. Be a part of the family. Hey, it's Rachel here with your radio sisters, Bo and Allie. You know what time it is. It's time for the Mulberry Lane Show. That's right. Okay, guys. Well, we're in mid-August and mid-back-to-school chaos. You said it. (laughs) We hope you have your sanity today because we might not have ours. Not completely, but we promise that you will gain some sanity from today's musical guest. And guess what? We do have a guest talking about relaxation. So if that hasn't been part of your week, maybe this will cure that. Yep. Bring on the meditation, the massage and the martini. Sounds good to me. Okay, girls, let's get to those guests. Here we go. The Mulberry Lane Show's on. Celebrity story songs. You're gonna have it going on when we tell you who's stopping by now. Well, Graham Nash from Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Who penned Our House? Our house is a very, very, very fine house. And teach your children. Teach your children well. This two time inductee into the Rock and Roll and Songwriter Hall of Fame and Grammy winner. Well, he dropped some major wisdom bombs about the music industry and creativity, plus some behind the scenes stories. You'll get up close and personal with this legend today. Okay, Allie, you go, girl. Okay, Rachel, well, then we've got actor Calum Worthy. Do you watch the Disney Channel or your kids watch the Disney Channel? You've got to know Calum. He's known as Dez, the quirky best friend of Austin in Austin and Alley. He's going to be here today to talk about his new project. It's called Cassandra French's Finishing School, and it's airing on AT&T's Audience Network. If you haven't caught any of these episodes yet, you can binge watch it all on fullscreen.com. And this show, it talks about dating. In 2017, Caleb's character learns a lot of lessons along the way. Yes, and this might not be for the Disney set. <laughs> Probably not. Caleb's growing up a bit. Yeah. He's trying to prove it. All right, who's next, sisters? Well, we promised you guys some tips for relaxation, and we are going to deliver. That's right. You're going to hear from Julia Diamond today. You know her from National Geographic and the Travel Channel. Now, she's a hardcore adventurous, a travel journalist, an on-air TV travel personality, and she's here with Travelocity to tell you all about some really fun getaways. She also gives some tips on traveling with kids, and traveling solo as a woman. So you're going to want to hear some of these tangible tips to take the stress out of your travel. If you guys have kids like we do, she addresses a few things to make that even more calm and peaceful, if you can imagine that. Bring on the Benadryl. (laughs) She doesn't say that. That's a Rachel tip. I'm not advocating for that. 
Okay. Rachel, what's up next? Well, then to wrap it all up is Tiffany Vasquez. Now, you might know her from TCM, Turner Classic Movie Network. Now, she's going to tell you all about Summer Under the Stars, a series all throughout August on Turner Classic Movies, where they feature favorite timeless films and matinee idols from classic movies. There will be some interactive social media events. She's going to give you the scoop on all that. And props to Tiffany. She's the youngest, the first female, and first woman of color to host on Turner Classic Movies. And she has an interesting story about how she landed that coveted position. Yes, and I love how Tiffany's love of classic movies led her into being a trailblazer. That's right. Allie, since Julia Diamond is coming up a little bit later in the show with some tips for relaxation and travel, have you done anything relaxing this week, Allie? Well, I'll tell you what. So I was just having one of those days. It was really stressful and everything was taking me like five times longer than it should. And I felt like all the departments of my life were just not organized. I thought a little coffee break might just help. So I got my drink and I went through and the barista said, actually, you're a lucky customer today because the car in front of you just bought your drink. And it instantly put a smile on my face and I felt like it completely changed my day around and I felt lucky at that moment. And then like the whole rest of the day went better. So I know this happens to people from time to time, but I just want you all to know that I will be going through either Starbucks or scooters today and I'm going to buy the drink of someone behind me just to keep passing it on. I'm going to make sure I'm the one behind you. Yeah, you can follow me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll stay right there. We'll be right back with Graham Nash here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. Stay along for the ride, guys. celebrities on your radio station back to the mulberry lane show now here's mulberry lane well he's been inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame not once but twice and he's a two-time inductee into the songwriter hall of fame a grammy award winner and an acclaimed visual artist and photographer but you know the legendary graham nash of crosby stills and nash because his music no doubt has touched your life and your heart now, Graham is here to chat about the music, the legacy, and the current tour. Talking music with Graham Nash. Classic songs that always last. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you, ladies. That was fine. How are you? Very happy because you're with us. That's fantastic. Let's first talk about it's been more than 40 years since Crosby, Stills, and Nash debuted at Woodstock and lots of ups and downs. But the three of you always managed to come back together. What is it? that continues to bring the three of you back together? You know the answer to that. Uh, It's music. uh It's the music that is by far the most important part of our relationship, without question. Creation has always been above everything else for me. Okay. Writing songs, did you guys always write with the harmonies in mind, or did you write and then the harmony came later? I think as intuitive musicians, we always know where a song would best be expressed. Uh There are certain songs that are just solo songs and for a solo voice only. And there are certain songs for two power, you know, Mm -hmm. like Crosby and I do. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, But, you know, in terms of Crosby, Stills and Nash, uh, that harmony uh, and the creation of that harmony happening so quickly uh, is so vivid still in my mind. It's it's, uh, an unbelievable feeling. And do you still, when you sing together now on stage, do you still get that feeling? You know, the truth is, 
we have done it so often in our lives that I'm sure some of that edge gets rubbed off a little. Uh -huh. But the truth is that we wouldn't be there if we didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, we all have, you know, other things to do, and, and, and we wouldn't be there if we didn't want to be there. Mm -hmm. And I think, once again, that's part of why our audience loves us, because you can't fool the audience. The right. audience knows if you want to be there or yeah, not. Right, so right. true. They, they want to know if you're interacting with your bandmates, you know, mm -hmm. and having a good time, because only when they know that we're having a good time can they have a good time. Exactly. Now, with everything you've done, all the awards that you've won, is there a highlight that you can point to in your career? Of course. Absolutely. The birth of my children and oh, my grandchildren. Love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh -huh. Now, you've also had success as a photographer and visual artist. So would you say that even your approach to songwriting kind of goes in pictures or photographs, kind of creating pictures? To, to me, uh, I've said this before, but to me, uh, creation is just this column of energy that surrounds me and is in front of me. Mm -hmm. And I, where do I want to plug in today? I've always got my camera, I mean, you know, 90% of the time. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm always looking, I'm always writing in my head, even as we speak. It's where do I want to plug in? And I think it's one of the reasons why I've never had and probably will never get writer's block, because if I'm not writing, I'm sculpting. If I'm not sculpting, I'm taking photographs. If I'm not taking photographs, I'm printing. If I'm not printing, I'm collecting. If I'm, you know, yeah. on and on and on. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm an incredibly lucky man because I get to do what I want to do with my life. Yes. And how lucky is that? Yeah. Yeah. Create what you want to create. Yes. Mm -hmm. I have to create every day or else it, it's tough for me to sleep. Legendary singer-songwriter Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills & Nash here on the Mulberry Lane Show. What do you think of the music industry today? Can a serious singer-songwriter break through today, do you think? Always. Good music will always make it. And unfortunately, music can make it too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I know that music is constantly changing. I know that uh, me as a musician uh, is only one link in a huge long chain that stretches back uh, all the way to whoever banged on a log in a cave many millions of years ago. I know that good stuff will reach me. There's a lot of today's music that is more show than it is music. I think if you have to lip sync on stage while you're dancing, it, it, it is a form of music and enjoyed by millions, of course. But it, it, to me, it's not quite real enough. I, I like to be re as real as possible. Do you think that gets lost with the social media generation? Or do you think the social media can enhance the realness? I think social media can do nothing but help. Uh -huh. I mean, when it's used correctly, I mean, it can be used for bad things, too, of course. But I, I'm thrilled with social media. That's great to hear. When you're singing and all of you are locked in harmony, do you ever have that phenomenon where you feel like all of the voices are coming out of your mouth? As a harmony singer, I need to be a small part of whoever it is I'm singing harmony with. Okay. I have to open up, particularly Crosby always stands to my left. Okay. And uh, every pore of my body is open on the left-hand side of my body. I need to know how he's breathing, how he's feeling, how he's phrasing, how his body language is, how he's moving. I need to know everything so I can be seamless and invisible when I do my harmony. Got it. So if he was standing on the other side, that would probably throw it off? 
No, I just opened up that side. Like, hey, okay. <laughs> I love that's fascinating. Do you feel like you still have those moments where you move yourself on stage for like you feel chills or maybe feel emotional to the point of tearing up? Or absolutely. Okay. Yeah, there's no way you can write the songs that we do. You know, the songs of anger and the songs of hope and the songs of love. There's no way that you can. Uh, you have to, as, as a performer, try to go back to the exact emotion when you wrote the song, right. so that you can deliver it to people in its purest form. Exactly. And then what advice would you give to the singer-songwriter out there who's struggling to make it in the industry today? That's simple. Follow your heart. You know when it's good. You know you can make it better. You know that eventually someone will notice. Okay. That's beautiful. Now the song, Our House, that first line actually really happened. Yes, indeed. I'd taken Joni uh, to breakfast uh, one morning in, in, uh, in the valley in Los Angeles area and uh, passed an antique store on the way to her car. She saw a vase in the window that she liked and she bought it and we went home to, the, to her house in Laurel Canyon, went through the front door and I said, hey, why don't I light a fire while you put some flowers in that vase that you just bought today? Uh, that's such an awesome story. I love that. So, did you know that was a song lyric when you said it? I immediately sat down at the piano because, with all due respect, it was Joni's house that we lived in. And it was Joni's piano and she was there a, a, a great deal of the time. But when I asked her to put some flowers in the bars, that meant she wasn't at the piano. <laughs> that means that I was. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good thing. Well, Graham, we want to thank you so much for joining our show today. It's been an honor talking to you, and it's been a thrill for us to get to know you. Ali and Rachel, say hello to both for me. We sure we will. We sure will. Thank you. Bye, ladies. Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills, and Nash here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Don't know about you, but I'm definitely getting some musical legend chills. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back with Calum Worthy from the Disney Channel. Right now, here's Graham Nash singing that story he just talked about. Light the fire You place the flowers In the vase That you bought Today Staring at the fire For hours and hours While I listen to you Play your love songs Cats in the yard 
Getaway. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. If you or your kids are fans of the Disney Channel, you no doubt know who Calum Worthy is. Now, most well-known for Des, the quirky best friend of Austin and Austin and Allie, Calum stops by your weekend to share his latest project, Cassandra French's Finishing School, airing on AT&T's Audience Network. <laughs> Kalem Worthy on the show, brand new series, here we go, yeah, yeah. That was hands down the greatest intro I've ever had in my entire life. Yay! <laughs> we love to hear it. Well, great to have you with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Okay, so now they call the show, this is kind of like the crash course in modern dating, and you are the unfortunate student, so talk a little bit about what the show's about. Well, I think everyone can relate to this. Dating is is always tough, and I think 2017 is uh, no exception. It might actually even be harder. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Too many choices. There's too many choices. There's apps. There's different ways to meet people. This show starts with Cassandra French leaving a relationship that she's in, and she ends up having a rebound with this guy, Owen, who I play, and he ends up doing something not so nice. He ends up live streaming them during a personal encounter. Okay. Yes, one of the dangers of uh, dating today, yes. It is, it is. And it's a huge mistake. Guys should never do that. Luckily, Owen learns his lesson because she ties him up in her basement and teaches him how to become a better man. Okay. Now talk about filming of this. I bet it was pretty fun. Were there some crazy moments? Sure. It was really fun. I mean, the fun thing about this show is a lot of the times we played it like a drama because the situations were so funny that we just played it like a straight drama and let the comedic moments just flow. We had one really interesting episode. We had this episode where Cassandra French and I are back-to-back for literally the entire episode. And uh, we filmed some of the takes for the entire episode. So we do one take and start on page one and finish on page 30. Wow. It was really, really cool. We did a lot of interesting things like that on this show. That's why I think it's a very unique project. So now, when you're filming something like that, do you find yourself, you know, being able to stay in character as part of your mind going, no, don't mess up, don't mess up, we're almost to page 30? <laughs> Not at all. I mean, uh, luckily, the other actors are so engaging, and the director and the writer, Eric Garcia, is a genius. Okay. Uh, so the team that they put together allowed us to really stay in character and just focus on the moments. Okay. Okay, great. So did you learn stuff as an actor doing it this way? Oh, yeah. I mean, I learned a lot. Uh, A lot of the other scenes we weren't able to film that way. That was just for that one episode. But we were doing some really unique things throughout this show. A lot of my stuff filmed back-to-back because we shot all of my stuff in the basement for a couple weeks straight, and then they filmed the other stuff separately. So even that was quite unique. Mm -hmm. Actor Caleb Worthy from the shows Austin and Allie and the Copper Top Flop Show here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, the final episode of Cassandra French's Finishing School airs this week on AT&T's Audience Network. So how did the show make its way to that network? You know what? I actually have no idea. Okay. So grateful it did because Audience Network has been so wonderful to us and did a great job promoting our show. And Full Screen now has it, and it's going to be on the Full Screen app. So if you haven't been watching it on the Audience Network, check it out on April 10th. You can watch it anywhere. It's a fantastic show, and I really, really encourage both men and women to watch together, and I'd love to hear what they say. Because they might learn a thing or two. (laughs) 
Now, can you talk a little bit about your background? You grew up in Canada, and your mom is actually in the business. So talk about her influence on you and your choices to go yeah. into acting. Well, my mom is uh, an educator, and she put together this theater program called PACE that's now been running for, I think, 30-some years. So I started doing shows with her when I was about four years old, and she never wanted me to, to become an actor, but she really wanted me to learn how to talk in front of a crowd and have some performance skills. Okay. But I really, really enjoyed it. So I convinced her to uh, let me get an agent and start acting. I started acting when I was nine. I booked my first role. Not anyone can just move to Hollywood and actually make it. So where you are now, what do you think it takes as a child actor to be successful? Well, the child actor, it takes parents that are willing to drive you to auditions. Right. It's really like a, a community has to help you become an actor when you're a kid because I had grandparents, friends, cousins drive me to auditions or fly and stay with me when I'm on set because I filmed in Australia when I was younger and okay. all over the place. So I, it really takes a, a village to raise yeah. a child actor. As an adult actor, it just takes perseverance. It's a long journey and you can't be uh, taking the hard times too hard. Okay. Now you created the Copper Top Flop Show which aired on Disney and you actually have another one in the works. So do you see yourself moving to the other side of the business or are you going to stay in front of the camera as well? Luckily for the past few years I've been able to juggle both and do both simultaneously um, and I'd like to continue doing that. I'm really an actor first uh, and okay. writing came because I wanted to uh, play some characters that I wasn't seeing out there. Well, I really wanted to create a sketch comedy show, and those are pretty hard to come across unless you create them. So when Disney Channel agreed to buy the show for me, I was really, really grateful and just kind of ran with it. Okay, can you talk about the next one that's going to be coming out? Or? I can't talk about it too much. It's still in some early stages. Well, it's actually pretty far down, but as soon as I can, I promise to call the Mulberry Lane show right away. Awesome. And we will be waiting for that call. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so do you think the audience learns along with Owen about how to be good in a dating relationship? Absolutely. But I also think that the show raises a lot of questions. It's one of those shows that if you watch it with a bunch of people, you'll discuss certain aspects of dating after the end of each episode because we don't give answers to everything, but we raise a lot of questions. And you know what? Sometimes just opening up and discussing things can really make a difference in people's lives, too. Exactly. And that's really what you see in the two characters. Cassandra French opens up to Owen and Owen opens up to Cassandra French. And they kind of uh, learn to understand each other a little bit more and realize why men do some things and why women do other things. Which is the whole point of dating in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Caleb, thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks so much for having me. That's actor Caleb Worthy. You can binge watch Cassandra French's Finishing School on fullscreen.com. Keep it right here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. Feeling stressed out lately? When we come back, you're going to meet Julia Diamond from National Geographic and the Travel Channel. She's going to share with you some ideas for relaxation. Bring it on. Stay close right here with your radio sisters. I got this feeling inside my bones. It goes electric, wavy when I turn it on. Off from my city, off from my home. We're flying up, no ceiling when we in our zone. I got that sunshine in my pocket. Got that good soul in my feet. I feel that hot blood in my body, but then it drops. Ooh, I can't take my eyes off of it. Moving so phenomenally. Come on, like the way we rock it. So don't stop.
Uncovered, the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. Well, National Relaxation Day was August 15th, so hopefully you took some time out to put the brakes on your fast-paced lifestyle, but in case you didn't, it's not too late. Author and travel journalist Julia Diamond has paired up with Travelocity to give you some tips for relaxing and rejuvenating, and some of these tips are right around our very area. And who doesn't need a chance to relax, right? Welcome, welcome to the show, Julia Diamond. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. Well, it's great to have you here. You know, so many times travel can become stressful, but you are really stressing the relaxation part of travel. So first off, in our area here, the Nebraska area, what relaxing destinations can we take advantage of? Oh, yes. Well, travel, as you said, can be stressful, so we've got to do everything we can to just embrace the zen, I like to say. Okay. <laughs> you know, getting to that final destination is the goal. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure exactly what your vibe is, Rachel, if you're like a spa gal or maybe you like to do an extreme adventure, but there's so many ways that people like to relax. Going to Travelocity.com obviously is a great resource because if you go to their deals section, you can check out, you know, what's on sale. So if you want a high-end hotel, that might be a good option for you to relax. Or, you know, maybe you're looking for that all-inclusive resort in Mexico where you don't have to lift a finger or worry about a thing. That's kind of your first step. Okay. In terms of local activities you mentioned, you know, Nebraska, um, Travelocity has this section called Things to Do. Okay. So if you want to book, let's say, a local activity, right, maybe wine tasting or zip lining or taking um, a brewery tour, the list is long. So you go in, you type out your city, maybe the radius that you're interested in, in visiting, okay. and all of these tours that are, you know, you can book on Travelocity will pop up. Okay. So then you can kind of be a tourist in your own town because it's very easy when you talk about travel. Uh, you, you have these images with exotic tropical locations. But, you know, staying in your backyard can also be very relaxing. And you learn more so, about where you're from, yeah. too. <laughs> exactly. You know, booking a one night in a hotel room, for example, it can be amazing because you leave your problems behind. You know, you leave the house, you leave the dishes, you leave that to-do yeah. list. You check in. They treat you like royalty. You know, you don't have to make the bed. <laughs> it's a simple pleasure. So now your mom, Ann Diamond, is a wellness travel guide. So how did your upbringing lead you to the path you're on now? Great question. Thanks for doing your research. Love Rachel right now. Actually researching. But yeah, my mom is a wellness travel expert, so she's got the best job ever. Her job is to go and get massaged and pampered. Now, how did she get to do that? Yeah, I know. She's awesome. Smart woman. Travel writer. Okay. And then I, as a little kid, I would travel with her when she went on assignment, and I just really caught the travel bug. so exciting to go to new spots. So as I went through school and became older, she guided me into the wonderful world of travel writing. Do you have a writing background then from college as well? You know, I took like a BA in arts and literature. Okay. So I think that definitely applies. But the beauty of me, if anyone out there is interested in travel writing, with blogs these days, think that the barrier of entry is very low. So okay. anyone can really get in, which is an exciting time to be. You don't have to be writing for the New York Times to be a travel writer. So there's lots of resources out there on how to get into the business and sort of turn your love for travel into um, a way to make money. 
Well, you're listening to adventurous travel journalist and on-air TV travel personality, Julia Diamond, here on the Mulberry Lane Show. Now, you've produced, you know, TV documentaries, shows about travel. You've written a book about tips for traveling as a solo woman. And you've had all sorts of adventures in over 80 countries. So, to you, what has been the highlight of everything you've done? Yeah, well, it's really hard to pinpoint that because there's so many amazing experiences. But and it's probably hard I to like compare to, experiences, yeah, too. Yeah, so tough. But I boil it down to what I call the three T's. Okay. So, like, three top favorite countries which just happen to start with T. Okay. <laughs> Tanzania has got to be number one. Doing the African safari experience is so special. It should be on everyone's bucket list, okay. number one item. Okay. And most people think South Africa is the go-to for that, but Tanzania is so wonderful. It has such a great tourist infrastructure. Kilimanjaro, the Ngorogoro Crater, Zanzibar, the list of activities is so long. So okay. Tanzania, awesome. Next is Thailand. Okay. Thailand is a great place for sort of first-time travelers, really friendly tourist location, tons of English speakers, a lot of infrastructure, okay. great food, super affordable, it's such a beautiful spot, a really rich culture from temples to elephant treks, beaches, snorkeling, uh, it's awesome. Okay, and the third T? Turkey. 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 It's great. Okay. It's the Grand Bazaar, for example, in Istanbul, best shopping ever. <laughs> and such diversity. You know, you can go to Cappadocia in the center of town, and you can be at the center for hot air balloon rides. Mm. And uh, you can stay in a cave hotel, which is really interesting. Wow. And that would be totally cool. Yeah, just you channel your inner Fred Flintstone and stay in a cave. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have two babies now, age one and three. So how has that changed, you know, your travel preparations and destinations? Oh, life has changed a lot. <laughs> I think I underestimated how much motherhood would change me as a person and as a traveler. Uh-huh. I, you know, really like to take them places, but it's a lot more challenging. You know, being a solo female traveler just on my own is very different from traveling with the family. But, like, making those memories with your kids is so special. I'm mm-hmm. packing a lot of different things. My, my concerns are different. But I'm still taking them with me, you know? The passion for travel doesn't die just because you're a mom. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great. That so you just pack them up and go. What's your tip for long flights traveling with kids? Uh, being really prepared. Packing a kit so we're talking. It's an absurd amount of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> You know, lots of toys. I go to the dollar store and I get a bunch of things that I think could entertain them. Uh, It could be as simple as, you know, I have a 16-month-old, so he's entertained by putting one thing into another. So, like, a key and a lock. Not a typical child toy, but that entertains him for a while. So just sort of thinking about out of the box about what's good for kids. Yeah, Yeah. that's easily packable. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Booking direct flights is important. Uh, Sometimes overnight flights can be really great for the kids because they can sleep through it. And sometimes I see people suggesting boarding first, which I think is an absolute terrible idea. What you want to do with kids is board last. If you're traveling with your partner, they can go ahead and store the luggage while you stay with the kids and let them run. Let them get as much energy out as possible. To the very last minute. And all the fellow passengers appreciate that, too. Yeah, and that's great. Then your partner can get the luggage space for your luggage, and then you just go on last. Great tip there. So now your book... Travel Junkie, A Badass Guide to Solo Female Travel. Talk about a few of the tips for traveling alone as a woman. Well, I think the number one rule that can apply anywhere is trust your instincts. 
Okay. There's that little voice inside of you that's saying, I don't know, he's kind of sketchy, or I'm not sure how I feel about this situation, or, you know, X, Y, Z. Really listen to that voice. Don't be afraid to be rude. You know, a lot of women don't want to offend. Mm-hmm. And if it's a matter of your safety, this is not the time to be shy. Okay. Uh, you know, drinking is a big factor. Really, when you're traveling solo, really watch your consumption. It can impair your judgment, obviously, and your decision-making, and you might not be able to hear that little voice. Right. <laughs> yeah, it quiets the voice. <laughs> quiets all the voices. <laughs> and um, also, just to really look at what the local women are wearing fit in in terms of the local customs. Okay. So there have been many times where Egypt is like my example of seeing some women dressed in hot shorts in <laughs> these tiny, tiny little pants in Cairo, and I looked at them like, really, guys? Like, I understand you should be able to wear what you want, but like, wear what you want at home. Be respectful of the local culture. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Um, if you do have vacation coming up, you know, go to travelofsy.com, travelofsy.com slash deals if you're a budget traveler. Labor Day weekend's coming up. Try to get your travel in while you can before uh, the school season starts. Yeah. And just get out there and explore. You know, no one's ever regretted traveling. You know, versus spending more time in the office. That is true. I'm going to spend more time in the office. <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever said that. Well, Julia, we want to thank you so much for joining the show. Where can people learn more about you? If you go to traveljunkiejulia.com, uh, yeah, you can learn more about me and learn more about my insane adventures all around the world. Okay, well, Julia, we'll catch up with you at the next destination. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Well, that's travel journalist Julia Diamond for Travelocity.com. Check it out. Well, when we come back, you're going to meet Tiffany Vasquez, the new host on Turner Classic Movies. And she's here to tell you all about TCM's Summer Under the Stars. Keep it right here with your radio sisters on The Mulberry Lane Show. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. Believe the figure into those we pass on our way out of town. Drink the water, there seems to be something ailing everyone I'm gonna clear my head, I'm gonna drink that sun I'm gonna love you good and strong, while our love is good and young Music, arts, and lifestyle Back to the Mulberry Lane Show Now, here's Mulberry Lane Thanks for keeping it here on the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Braddock Finnegan Dermatology. Well, how about taking your summer under the stars? Turner Classic Movies is celebrating classic movies all through the month of August, plus some online quizzes and live tweeting events. And right now, you're going to get the scoop from the newest TCM host, Tiffany Vesquez. Welcome, welcome to the show, Tiffany Vesquez. Thank you so much. Glad to be here. Yeah, so happy to have you with us. So, what are classic movie enthusiasts in store for with this Summer Under the Stars series? Every Summer Under the Stars, we do an amazing thing where we get to watch a whole day dedicated to a classic film star that's contributed so much to our lives. So, it's every day of August, and you've got everybody from Marilyn Monroe to John Wayne to Sidney Poitier to Elvis Presley... Vanessa Redgrave, I mean, it's an incredible group of people. It's such a diverse array of different types of movies, and it's going to be an incredible month of programming on TCM. So now, will you be hosting these part of the classic movie series? 
Absolutely. I'm hosting for the John Wayne Day, the Angela Lansbury Day, James Cagney. Okay, so now how do you prepare? Do you go back and research these movie stars and their lives? So they send me a list of the movies that we're going to play, and then I send my notes on those movies. So yes, I do research the movies, and then we have incredible script writers that take whatever me or Ben or want to say about the movies. They write the script, and then from there we do a little bit of a collaborative process, and I'll just tweak the scripts from there, and then we go ahead and shoot. And you shoot. Okay, so now there's also some interactive events, some quizzes, and live tweeting. So how can listeners participate? Listeners should go to summer.tcm.com, and there's an incredible, like, beautifully designed website where they can see information about every star that's being honored every day in August. And from there, they get to learn about the movies that are being played, and there are interactive things on there. They can see what's happening on social media and all those quizzes, and everything's there for them, summer.tcm.com. Okay, and now your personal background, you have two master's degrees, you're a film buff. So how did you come to Turner Classic Movies? I have been a fan for quite some time. I I really just love TCM and all things classic movies. I've been an active fan, as many TCM fans are. They're very active. The TCM fan community is incredible. And in 2014 was TCM's 20th anniversary. So to celebrate that, part of what they did was they had a contest, and they were picking fans to be on the network with Robert Osborne hosting a movie. I entered the contest. I ended up winning. So I got to be on air, and then I also introduced a movie at the film festival that year, the TCM Classic Now, did you have any background in television at all before this, or no? Absolutely none. Okay. So what was that like, going on a huge set and doing this? I bet. I was very scared. I was very nervous, but at the same time, uh, I was next to Robert Osborne, who eases your fears and more than anyone could have. He he was just an incredible, incredible individual and knew so much more about film than you ever would, but never made you feel that way. Uh And really just was genuinely interested in why you loved the movies that you loved. Uh So by the end of our taping, I was not nervous at all because I was just so excited. And then you ended up getting hired by the network. So you must have done a fabulous job. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I just just love it. And I love the TCM staff. Now you're the youngest... The youngest host, the first female, and the first woman of color. So that's got to be quite a badge. A few firsts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure, wrapped three sure. of them into one thing. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So thank now, you. I'm, I'm just so happy to be part of the gang. Yeah. So then, what do you hope people take away from the summer under the stars? I really hope it just draws people in, perhaps new viewers who might think classic films aren't for them or might feel a little dated. I hope they see something like Some Like It Hot and see how funny it is and uh-huh. just immediately get pulled in and realize that these are talented performers, whether then or now. They would have been, they're making you laugh now as much as then. And I just hope it really gives them a, a nice comprehensive look at what classic film brings to the table as far as art goes. Uh-huh. And then do you have a favorite classic movie? I don't have a favorite, but I, I do love Sunset Boulevard. I just think it's such an incredible movie about the good and bad of Hollywood. Okay. Well, Tiffany, we want to thank you so much for joining the show and bringing to us Summer Under the Stars, and we'll see you on TCM. Thank you so much. Thanks, Tiffany. Turner Classic Movies' newest host, Tiffany Vasquez, talking about Summer Under the Stars all through the month of August on TCM. And you just heard that the movie that made an impact on Tiffany was Sunset Boulevard. So guess what? We dug up for you guys a bit of the music prelude to Sunset Boulevard. Enjoy. 
thank Tiffany Vasquez from Turner Classic Movies for joining our show. And sisters, who else do we have to thank today? Big radio hug to Kalem Worthy. Mm-hmm. Moving on from the Disney stuff to a little bit more mature storyline. Kalem, you've got the talent and the personality to really take it to the next level. Thanks for stopping by the show today and telling us all about Cassandra French's Finishing School. Now, guys, you can start binge-watching all the episodes on fullscreen.com. Girls, who else? Well, super big hugs to music legend Graham Nash of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Such an honor to have you on our show chatting all about music. Yeah, you're welcome here anytime, and thanks for sharing that awesome story about the writing of our house. Rachel, who else? Yes, and a big... To Julia Diamond for bringing some relaxation travel tips to the show today. Make sure you guys check out Travelocity.com in the things to do section. You can find some local fun spots around the area to get away from your crazy, hectic life. And to you guys, thanks for taking a ride with us today. Yep, and stick around for the ride next weekend here on the Mulberry Lane Show. More guests, more music, more conversation. Bo, stay happy and stay blessed. Allie, don't forget to be awesome. Rachel, that's a wrap. I don't love you for your money because you don't have much. Oh